0: Hi, I'm Jackie.
1: And I'm Seth.
0: And this is Never TMI.
1: Where we talk about real things.
0: And nothing is ever off limits.
1: Well, here we are.
0: Yes, here we are.
1: We are so thankful just to be filming another episode. Yeah. And I hope you all have enjoyed it as much as we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we're really having a lot of fun doing this. So today we are bringing a topic to you that is a little different yeah. kind of want to change it up a little bit. Um, And that is going to be, what is it like to be the daughter of a famous person?
0: Yes. Which would be me Um, (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know. Um, Seth's going to kind of go through who he is. Just, I'm sure a ton of you guys don't know, at least the majority of, my community on Instagram at least is women. Like, I think it's like 99% women. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's kind of going to go over who he is, but, um, I'm excited. I think it'll be really special just for, um, I don't know, just, I'm a nosy person, so it's always interesting to hear like a different perspective, <laughs> a perspective on something that I've never like experienced before. But also, it is definitely like a big part of me that I don't share too often about. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. Let's do it.
1: yeah, so we're gonna kind of run this as like an interview style. Yeah, I'm gonna ask Jackie some questions, and it's kind of fun too, because it's like i I don't remember actually specifically asking these questions to jackie so i think i kind of know the answers but yeah it'll it'll be fun to hear her response as well so uh before i start i do want to introduce my father-in-law jackie's dad um and he has quite the credential list so i'm gonna i'm gonna read through some of these here uh for those of you who don't know though Um, Jackie is essentially the byproduct of a rock star mom (laughs) and a Hall of Fame dad. Her dad is Mike Singletary. And for those of you who don't know, he is uh, famous for being a middle linebacker, especially for the Chicago Bears when they won the Super Bowl in um, 1985. But, um, you know, it's kind of... you know, it's a relative thing, but you could say that Jackie kind of grew up living an unconventional life, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll kind of get into that in a little bit. But she is, you know, one of seven kids um, and the daughter of an 80s football superstar. So um, Mike Singletary, he was a Baylor Bear, so he he went to Baylor, which is here in Texas, And some of his credentials there, he was a four-year letterman. He was a two-time Southwest Conference Player of the Year. He was a two-time Consensus All-American, two-time Davy O'Brien Memorial Trophy winner. Uh, He holds school records for single-season most tackles and total career tackles at Baylor. In 1981, he was drafted to the Chicago Bears, He is a Super Bowl champion. He is a two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He is the NFL Man of the Year in 1990. Seven-time first-team All-Pro. Ten-time Pro Pro Bowl selection. He was nominated to the NFL 1980s All-Decade Team. He won the Bart Starr Award. Um and those are just to name some of the most the more uh, notable accomplishments uh for most of you though you might know him from the 85 Super Bowl shuffle or some of you might recognize him just by his crazy eyes that's some of his <laughs> more yeah uh notable <coughs> fun memories um but after playing then he was elected to the college football hall of fame in 1995 then elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1998. Um, and at one point he was even ranked in the top 100 greatest football players of all time. So afterwards he went on to coach for several NFL teams including Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings, and the LA Rams. Um, today he's really known as just a wise man of God. He's a husband, a father, a grandfather, Father-in-law, speaker, author, and now he's a CEO um, for a nonprofit organization trying to serve uh, underprivileged communities. So, quite the resume there, um, and yeah. I'm sure you're so proud of that. Oh yeah, being, I mean,
0: it's funny because I feel like I know, like, I don't know. Even when I think of like what he's known for, it's like I, I, he retired the year that I was born. So in my mind I'm like, oh, you're famous for like coaching and all this kind of stuff. Or oh, yeah. or I know I know for his playing, but like, I don't know. It's I literally had to watch him on YouTube, you know, just to know what people were talking about when they were like, right. Oh, your dad. I was like, what did he do? You know, what <laughs> what was he like? So it's funny. But yes, I'm so proud. I I mean, I'm more proud of any um, or more proud than anything for who he is as a man and a father and a husband and all that kind of stuff. But yes, that's an insane list of accomplishments. Yeah. So,
1: so to kick it off here, I guess my first question is um, a man with such accolades, mm-hmm. you know, and that requires such dif- discipline, you know, football is a, is a game of grit and toughness. Yeah. You know, he, he definitely exemplified that on and off the field. How was that growing up in a household, being a daughter to someone who is that intense, that yeah. regimented, and, and especially with you know you and six other siblings?
0: Yeah, I think well, it was crazy. I mean, and everyone knew it and thought so on the outside too, like everyone I went to school with, it was just like the most structured, um, I mean, it was fun, it was amazing, I, I mean, it felt like we were our own team, just seven <laughs> kids, two parents, and I think that's especially what my dad wanted, um, and so, yeah, I, we, it, it was definitely intense, like, we would walk downstairs, everything was just, I mean, from the moment we could, function using our hands and walk and stuff it was like great you're a part of the you know the the cleanup crew we're gonna learn how <laughs> to wipe the kitchen i mean wipe the counters clean the kitchen unload the the dishwasher like we there was a lot of expectation What
1: what was your worst punishment <gasps> oh, your i'll murder? never
0: forget it ever 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 anyone anytime someone is like
1: like you personally though. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I got it. Trust
0: me. I got it. Um, so I, when I was 14, I took a car out and I picked up some friends. I don't, I can't even fathom how I was so bold. I was a bold child, (laughs) but I'm literally 14. Don't even have my permit. Okay. And I take our car. Oh my gosh. For as intense as like punishments were I don't know why I even thought about doing this but anyway picked up some friends friends and um yeah one of my best friends at the time found out and told my mom when my parents found out first of all I got a call on a cell phone that I probably like just had gotten back okay my phone was always gone we shared a phone with my siblings like I never had a phone but For some reason, or maybe my sister was called and she told me, whatever, either way, I was sick to my stomach because my mom was at John's baseball game, my youngest brother, and she found out and he, I mean, she was like, come to John's baseball game and I had to run there first of all. So I had to run to John's baseball game from home out of my bed run to so first of all i'm like she it's not like she gave me any information so it was like oh my gosh what what is happening i'm just in big trouble that's all i know my dad didn't (laughs) even find out yet so i'm running and it was like it it was not close it was close enough to like run but it was miles like it so i'm running okay i get there i'm bawling because i knew i was like something something's wrong whatever and I was like, are you going to tell dad, like literally, obviously, I, I don't think I ever asked my mom to not tell my dad anything because that was just their relationship. I knew better. But um, long story short, of course she tells him, like what, Um, I had to, it was quite the punishment, but I had to hang out with my mom basically every single day, no matter what, when she woke up, I had to get up. If she was in the kitchen, I was in the kitchen. He basically was like, this is the woman you need to become, and you're nowhere near that. So <laughs> you're going to hang out with her and do what she does. Go to the grocery store. You are come with her jury duty, literally. And, of course, my mom gets jury duty, so I'm at jury duty with my mom. Oh, wow. Um, I, yes, my mom is just a wonderful saint and always got jury duty for it. Um, But I had to write... First, it was five hundred times, but I think my mom, praise the Lord, told my dad like, "It's impossible. You, she can't write this every single night." Um, and I still remember it to this day. It was as of this day, June sixth. I am no longer the victim, but the victor. God has granted this. No, God has planted the seedness of greatness in me since the day I was born. Five hundred times, and then He reduced it to a hundred. And then I had to run five 400s You every had to write day.
1: that every night? Every single night. For how I long? sat
0: on my toilet in my bathroom and just wrote, 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 wrote. Um, the whole summer. Oh, The wow. whole summer. And then, yeah, he, again, he reduced it to 100. And then I had to ro- run five 400s a day, and they were timed. And then um, I had to re- memorize three proverb verses and recite them to him every evening different verses, like I had a day to memorize three worst punishment. That was one punishment. That was like one. And you know, it it was, it was a pretty big deal, but whoo.
1: That is intense. Yeah. (coughs) Especially for three, two and a half to three months. Uh Wow. It's bad. It's bad. Okay. Um, Let's change it up a little bit on the flip side. Mm -hmm. Like what are some of the perks of being, you know, the daughter of, someone who's famous and especially living in Chicago, Mm -hmm. you know, he was so well known and loved by that city. Like, can you share some stories with us? Just like, yeah, memories, things that, you know,
0: I'd say, yeah, for sure. The the first thing that comes to mind is like, everything was just so like (laughs) extra, so deluxe. It felt just really cool. And, I'll always say, like, I feel like my parents did an amazing job because everyone thought we were spoiled. That's just the way that it was. It mm. it just came with, like, oh, your dad is who he is, so you guys must get everything you want. You guys must be self-spoiled, so all that kind of stuff. But they really uh, – we were absolutely not spoiled, that's for sure. We were blessed and very um, fortunate, but they – I think that was kind of, like, a fear of theirs, and they made sure. Mm. Um, so we always knew, like – Oh, this feels really special, but, um, just getting picked up in limos for the airport, like getting to ride in private jets. Like I'll never forget that. Um, doing like, especially like ESPN weekend, they would have just a ton of just events. So Disney world, you're like going through all the lines. You're meeting the most incredible, um, what's the word? impressive like athletes and just people and um just getting to be a part of these really cool events that people just I don't know you're like looking at everybody who's like so excited to be there and you're like oh I'm on the other side of this this is crazy um and then obviously like the football side of things like training camp getting to go and just be with the players and eat with them and all that kind of stuff that always felt really special and um everything was just nice. You know, we got to go a lot more places than I'm sure most people would. Um, he did a lot of speaking engagements, um, in that in between time before he started coaching. And so he would, you know, take us to Hawaii and, um, there was never really like a limit on what we could eat or do or anything like that. And then, you know, if we were traveling and doing, um, and he was doing speaking engagement and it was kind of like, a super jam packed weekend or something there would be like one of his PR agents or something, you know, if my mom were to stay with him or whatever. And um, they would just take us to like the zoo or take us to wherever, wherever we wanted to go, whatever we wanted to do. And it just, um, it just felt really fun and getting to do that with my siblings and just having people who, you know, it wasn't like I was an only child. So, Um, experiencing that with people and just, we would all just be so giddy and so excited. And so I would say that, and then other little things kind of like getting pulled over. I've been pulled over so many times in my life. And I, my first (laughs) ticket that I ever got was when I got married (laughs) and I, I mean, any time I got pulled over, it was like a joke. I, I vividly remember I would get pulled over. They would take my license be like, Oh, do you know why you got pulled over? And I'm like, I don't know. Speeding probably. I don't know. Sorry. Whatever. They'd go to the back, back to their car. It'd be like 10, 15 minutes. They'd come back and they'd be like, Oh my gosh, you didn't tell me this was your dad. You know, please tell him I said, hi, you know, so-and-so said, hello. I've been such a fan. You have a great day. You know, just watch your speed. <laughs> never got a ticket ever, ever, ever. Like never even got a warning. Cause I got pulled over so dang often I would have gotten, you know, multiple, but, um, just things like that, just like second hand, you know, I didn't do anything special, you know, so it was just just special, you know, those yeah. kind of things.
1: Um kinda carrying that same thought over to now being married yeah. to a lowly chum. <laughs> what like what are Get some out of out the of adjustments you've had to yeah. make? And I think especially like financially mm-hmm. like living, you know. Luxury, growing up in that yeah. space, and I I do agree. I think your parents did a great job yeah. of trying to But normalize. it's inevitable. Yeah. yeah. But there's definitely some things you know, like you're saying, that you guys got to experience that are mm-hmm. special. But now, you know, getting married, kind of going out on your own. Yeah. Even before we met, like, what were what was that like? Mm-hmm. And again, kind of from a financial standpoint. Like, yeah.
0: I mean there were it, it's like no matter what obviously my money mentality was a little skewed you know <laughs> so like no they did the absolute best they could do in and and you know I don't know I we have we have a a pretty good understanding um especially cuz my dad's side of the family um was definitely just uh, would be considered like underprivileged Um, just where they live and lifestyle and all that kind of stuff income. um, And it's all unfortunately a part of a very massive sad system, but Oh yeah.
1: Can you actually also share a little bit of kind of just where he came from and grew up like his, his upbringing?
0: Absolutely. So he, he has a ton of books and just, I'm sure speeches and all that kind of stuff just on, where he comes from, because it's absolute, that is one of the most incredible things to me mm-hmm. um, about him. He's the only one of his ten or nine siblings. He's one of ten kids who um, graduated with a degree. Um, so just the cards absolutely were stacked against him and his family, just where they grew up. And they grew up in Houston, Sunnyside. Um, and uh, if you've ever been to Sunnyside, Houston, it's definitely... Just run down. It's, um, like I said, underprivileged. So, um, he, I mean, my grandparents on his side are no longer with us, but his parents got divorced and, um, yeah, his mom, he was very, very close with his mom and she just did, I mean, they were like best, best friends, but he, I mean, his love for football pretty much got him through. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, he'll say this, and I don't want to butcher it. But um, he basically told his mom, he's like, I, I just need you to cook me three meals, you know, I need you to cook me three meals, and I will do the rest, you know, I will take care of it. And he did. And so he really set his mind on something like he, he at 12 set a goal of all these things and literally made every single one happen, which is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and really on paper had nothing going for him. So highly recommend you if you want some motivation or just encouragement, honestly, definitely, you know, look that up or just where he comes from his story. Cause it's insane. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, you know, I do have family that, You know, again, and I think that played into how it's not like mentally we're so far gone when it came to money and understanding. Right. But, of course, inevitably, when you're so used to, like, just traveling on a dime and, you know, school shopping, that's an example. Like, every single summer, you just get, go to the store, a bunch of new clothes. It's like, this is normal. This feels normal. Things just become like, oh, this is probably what everybody does. It's a new year. Mm -hmm. You get new clothes, um, going out to eat and not having to worry about money. Like there's, we're at a nice steakhouse and there's seven kids, nine people, including my parents. Like never once was there like, okay, let's maybe not get this. It was like, you can get whatever you want. And, um, that's also just how my dad was. And so, yeah. Um, I would say, when I got married, especially it's not, I've never been like, Oh man, I just want more money. Like, why don't we have money? It's, it's more so just the understanding and like the humbling of myself to be like, okay, we can't, money does not grow on trees. We cannot go wherever we want. We do have to budget, especially with Seth, you know, um, getting married, like, you know, you had school loans I, I, did not you none of us did and um things like that that really it just opened my eyes to like oh wow you have school loans you're like working in the summers to help pay for school you um are paying for every meal that you have like my parents sent us an allowance for a while while we were in college and I did not have a job in college and all this kind of stuff so I think there were just certain things that eventually we had to learn. I think all of us literally, um, hit a point either in our marriages or just in life in general where we just got slapped in the face with like reality. And, um, it's a good thing. And I think all of us were and are thankful for it, but definitely was like a shift, um, that needed to happen and that we continue. I at least continue to have to like frame my mind to understand that, yeah. You know, and I think I've come a long way, but yeah.
1: yeah. No, you have. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, kind of want to, you know, going back to your parents and their upbringings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for those of you that don't know, Jackie's dad is black. Her mom is white. Mm-hmm. And especially coming up through the 70s and 80s, having an inter- interracial marriage in that time was pretty significant. Yeah. Can you um maybe just shed some light on their relationship and the racial tensions and some of the issues that that brought and then mm-hmm. even as you were growing up what was that like for you
0: yeah um well i commend them both because it was an absolutely in- i mean literally segregation had just <laughs> ended and They, at Baylor, obviously, that's in Waco, Texas, for those of you who don't know, which is the South, and so, um, yeah, they were definitely going against the grain, dating and being interested in each other, but my, my dad always said he saw her, and I think one of his friends said like, oh, you'll never get her. Cause she, you know, basically like doesn't sleep around or something. And he was like, oh, that's my wife, you know, <laughs> like, okay, that's, that's who I want. And so he literally, um, basically like pursued her from that moment. Um, which I think is really cute and special and he didn't care. You know, they both just didn't care. I, th- I think they cared, but it was like, not, They didn't care because they were opposite colors. They cared because it was like, man, this is going to be pretty tough. So there were, um, I mean, my mom lost friends. I'm sure my dad lost friends. Um, Coaches, you know, he was obviously playing football at the time. Football coaches heavily advised him against dating her. Um, Just a white woman. Their parents didn't even meet until their wedding day. Like they were both very against it. Um, and then, uh, my, I it, it was just not a, it was a, definitely a frowned upon thing. Like pastors even would be like, no, this isn't good. you You probably shouldn't do this. So thankfully they knew the word and they knew the Lord and, mm-hmm. um, knew that, that, I mean, it was just something that they were going to, to defy the odds and do anyway, um, And I'm literally so thankful they did. Obviously, I wouldn't be here if they didn't. And so, um, they definitely endured a lot of judgment. Obviously, having mixed kids, like, there was just a lot there. Um, So, yeah, it was tough. It was rough for them.
1: Um, You know, with fame, there's a lot of really cool things and presumptuously good things that come with it. But Mm -hmm. there's also... You know, argu- arguably equally as many negatives that come with it as well. Yeah. Did you kind of go into some of the the negatives of growing up with a famous dad and yeah. for you personally and also for the, your family.
0: Yeah. I would say, um, there were, yeah, there were definitely a few negatives I would say.
1: And, and not necessarily even negatives, but like, well, no, that yeah. Just the downsides
0: you know, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I would say the the biggest one that comes to mind was just your life just being out there, not mine per se. Um and not even accurately, like just seeing my dad be like ripped apart, shredded, just especially when he was coaching. Um that felt really impossible and I I carried a lot of anger. I know all my siblings did in their own little ways. Um, but that was just rough. I, you know, being in middle school and high school, number one, having an opportunity to move around every single year, like it sounded fun, you know, um, like, oh, new room, new bed, new, whatever, new house. But, uh, the flip side of that was like, literally to this day, there's really no, um, I didn't really grow up with like these solid friendships like Mm -hmm. all of us pretty much had each other and I would say you know obviously we have friends but to this day um I know a lot of my siblings who don't really have many friends outside of our family um and we're just not those people that were even had the opportunity to take with us like these lifelong friends who really knew us and all that it was just I think we kind of kept everyone at an arm's length because I was like well I could be gone next year so this is great but Um, so moving a lot, but I would say the biggest thing is just going to school and just your life being, you know, out there for everyone to see. And then, you know, kids, your friends, not really knowing people's motivation, especially boys. Um, but teachers, you know, just, that was kind of their like point of, conversation with you was like oh hey saw last night's game you know you should have told your dad to do this or you should you know or just trying to get insight on like who he really is and what's on you know what's really going on like um with the team or or just friends kind of get on your nerves I literally used to like get in so many fights with boys and girls just I again I was super angry I think it was just like it was so frustrating to um hear all these comments or to um you know my dad you know that's my dad like and to you he's a football coach to me like that's my dad and you're talking like what do you think I'm gonna do you're sitting here talking so poorly about him or I'm seeing things online or like your dad sucks I can't believe you know whatever in person or online and so that was just really um tolling Mm-hmm. and um yeah you never it, people wanted gear people wanted tickets people you just kind of felt like a tool it was just like you know what can I get from you and if not you don't really matter so that was probably the most difficult part about it yeah. um and then obviously just my parents' expectations. Like we just, there was just an, a higher standard that they expected us to live at, um, that we kind of had to just because they didn't want one of us in the newspaper, you know? So probably that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, all right. Last question here before we wrap this up. Um, and that is how has your relationship with your dad shaped you?
0: Mm. I would definitely say, um, I, he is such an unbelievable man. Like apart from anything he's ever done, I've always said like more than anything, I am so humbled and, um, just beyond thankful, truly, 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 um, to be his daughter, strictly because of the man that he is and how much he invested in us time-wise and just his wisdom like he always 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 had time for us that I just will never forget no matter what and I think as kids sometimes we were like he's probably busy like the whole world wants him you know what I mean phone calls zoom calls everything it was just like he was always always gone always so busy. Um, and we were just like, you've got a whole, you know, got to prepare for Sunday. So like dad's off limits, but he made sure to, I mean, if we called him, if we knocked on his door, um, he lit there. I don't ever, ever, ever remember a time where he, he would be in the middle of a phone call and be like, hold on, can I call you back real quick? Like, Just if I had, you know, if I was sad or if I had something I wanted to ask him or anything like that, he made time for us 100%. Mm. Um, He was never too busy and there were seven of us. So um, he just did an incredible job of putting us and my mom first, no matter what, you know, during training camp, the families would sleep at the hotels. He never did. He always drove home and they would be done. You know, he'd get home at 1 p.m. 1 a.m. Sometimes. Um. But he really made us a priority and I'm so much more proud of him for who he is as a man and as a person, as a dad and a husband than I, like his, all of his accolades, like professionally don't even come close to like how proud I am of him for just the man of character that he is. Like the man, I, I, his character, his integrity, his honesty, his love, his, you know, grace, like who he is as a person just far outweighs like anything he's ever done. Um, so I just think, I mean, how it's shaped me. I, I just, I don't know who I would be if it weren't for, you know, the blessing and the honor of being raised by a dad like him and a mom, you know, my, my, my mom was an essential part of, my dad (laughs) there is no dad without my mom because um she's really super woman and he will tell you the same like all of us know he couldn't do it without her so yeah I don't know he's just a wonderful man
1: no that's great I think I think about even our daughters you know Kennedy and Evan and just like that reminder that it's not what you do in life, but it's how you love those around you that leaves the biggest impact in life. Yeah. Hearing you say that, oh, I don't, I don't think or remember my dad for all these accolades or yeah. all these awards that he's won or achieved. It's like no, I the things that I remember the most are the moments that I had with him and yeah. the times like yeah. that he invested in me. And yeah. So, and Even how
0: he reacted to things, you know, how he responded to people, how he responded to me if I broke something, you know, it was like, yeah. that kind of stuff really stood out.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great reminder for me as a dad and hopefully anyone else listening. So yeah, thank you for sharing a little bit more. And I hope you all can kind of just get that much closer to knowing Jackie and who she is and just yeah, learning a little bit more about her life and our life our lives our (laughs) lives
0: yes thank you for listening and thank you my interviewee Uh for asking all these questions and yes this was this was nice it was nice kind of to debrief about all this kind of stuff I feel like I don't get to really talk about it and so good nice to talk
1: about it yeah you did a great job thank you baby all right that's all we have for today again I am Seth and I'm Jackie And this is Never TMI, and we are signing off.
0: Peace out.